I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Final half hour of today's program. We're going to set our sights for the next few minutes, you and I together chatting on the race for the Republican nomination for governor. Now, I've got to remind you, and I'm sure you know, I'm, I'm sure you know, but for the one or two of you out there who, who don't know, I mean, the rest of us know, of course, right? We've got to help out uh, the ones who don't. You have until June 30th to submit your mail-in ballot. Yeah, that's, uh, what, six days away, I think? Yeah, six days. Six days from now uh, is the primary election here in Utah, where we this year are participating in an all-mail-in ballot. You know that. Or all mail in election, rather. Now, regardless of what the president says about how this can lead to, I don't know, nefarious actors from other places taking advantage, and uh, no, 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 we're doing okay here in Utah. You can be confident when you fill out your ballot, you drop it in the mail, sign it, of course, too, uh, and get it off to the clerk's office that your vote will be counted. And that way, you and I, this year, will rock the vote from home and together with everyone else here at KSL News Radio. So that's my pitch to, to make sure you get out and vote. It's an important thing. And now I want to talk to you about how you came to the decision as to who to vote for. Now, if you were voting in the Republican primary, which, uh, interesting side note, yesterday we uh, learned an interesting detail about the number of additional Republicans to have registered this year or at least over the past five and a half months, 104,000, 104,000. Now, that's interesting, of course, because we have heard some rumblings about this tactic, this tactic employed by uh, those who are not members of the Republican Party to transfer their affiliation so as to participate in this primary. Former state Senator Jim DeBacchus has done that. We know a number of my friends have done that. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't get into uh, political debates with my friends too often, but, uh, but uh, anyway, they're doing it. And I asked yesterday if you wouldn't mind reaching out to me via the text line here and letting me know if you were. And I, I told you, keep it in confidence. I won't reveal any identities or anything like that. Uh, but I got a number of responses, more than I expected, if I'm honest. And this practice may be pretty prevalent, and it may have a considerable impact on this year's gubernatorial race. Anyway, that's a tangent. The The, the focus of this conversation now is on spending. Uh, Utah Policy, Brian Schott over there does a great job managing editor of Utah Policy at putting together uh, information like this when it becomes available, and he has given us a, a pretty clear picture of the spending practices undertaken by these four candidates, Spencer Cox, Greg Hughes, John Huntsman Jr., and Thomas Wright. Yeah, a lot of money this year, a lot of money. Combined, all told, these four candidates together have spent $1.293 million on advertising, on advertising their campaigns and trying to get the point across to you that they are the most deserving of your vote uh, for the governor's mansion and for the office of governor here in the state of Utah. Now let me 
walk through some of this money. Uh, since he finished first at the state convention, Cox's campaign has spent $293,000 on Facebook and YouTube advertising. Yeah, he is the, the one candidate of the four to have really, really, really uh, come to rely on digital advertising, social media, uh, such like that, specifically Facebook and YouTube. Again, $293,000. Next up in digital advertising is John Huntsman. He spent $44,000. That's more than five times less than... Uh, lieutenant governor, current lieutenant governor and candidate for Governor Spencer Cox. And then Greg Hughes, 33,000, 33,800, while Wright's, Thomas Wright's campaign on the digital end has spent uh, just $13,156. Now, uh, John Huntsman has spent significantly more than the rest of the field on television ads and uh, radio ads. <clears throat> Uh, and then, uh, let's see here. Uh, so John Huntsman spent almost $400,000 on television ads. And then Hughes, uh, just behind him, almost a quarter million dollars, or just over a quarter million dollars, while Cox has spent uh, 145 and again uh, in last place. But with uh, you know a substantial amount of money, uh, Thomas Wright has spent $105,000. Now the last uh, little detail I want to share with you uh, is possibly the results, which have been which have come from uh, these these expenditures. Now, we obviously can't know entirely, and in fact, we, we can't know definitively ever how impactful advertising like this is on the electorate or on your decision whether or not to vote for any particular candidate. I do, though, want to engage in a less-than-scientific study, so I'd like to hear from you, 57500, that's the Utah Community credit union text line. Let me know if you are impacted by these types of ads. Now, be honest. I'm not going to reveal any identity or anything like that. Uh, and I know our lives are busy. And so sometimes we may need to rely on what we hear, you know, in passing. And that is oftentimes how we consume these uh, types of advertisements in passing, you know, waiting for a YouTube video to load or something like that. Well, I mentioned the digital expenditures. And it's an interesting lineup, or it's an interesting raking in the amount spent by these candidates. I'm going to uh, just remind you of in the digital space alone. So that's Facebook, YouTube, places like that. Uh, it is Cox uh, in first place with almost $300,000 in spending behind him. Uh, Huntsman, then Hughes, then Wright. Now I want to share with you the most recent polling information which asked the question of Republican primary uh, voters, likely primary voters, uh, for whom would you cast your ballot? And gosh darn it, if the ranking or the results of that poll don't line up exactly with the amount of money spent on digital advertising, Spencer Cox with 34% support, John Huntsman Jr., 30% support, Greg Hughes, 26, Thomas Wright, 10. Pretty substantial margin for error, uh, but that is the result of that poll. And as I said, it lines up exactly with the digital expenditures. I find that interesting. And I also find it maybe a little discouraging. You and I have spoken before about the responsibility that you and I bear to make sure that we are getting good information. 
And what does that mean? It means that we need to dig into uh, candidates on our own. We need to learn about their their actual resumes and their actual thoughts and feelings. And if there are opportunities to interact with them firsthand, either in person or digitally these days, we ought to do that and not so much rely on you know the 15-second ad that plays before our YouTube video starts rolling. I'm not accusing anyone. I'm not saying that that's what's happened, but it is an interesting, uh, it is an interesting uh, occurrence that the expenditures on social media advertising align almost exactly with the polling uh, positions of the four candidates right now. We'll see how it ever, how it all shakes out in reality come next Tuesday, the 30th primary day. But that is dependent on you and dependent on casting your vote. So please do that. Fill it out. Sign it. Drop it in the mail. You and I this year will rock the vote from home. Going to take a quick break right now. When we come back for the final segment of today's episode, I want to turn my attention to NASCAR and the experience of one NASCAR driver, Bubba Wallace. You heard about this story? He claims he found a noose in his garage. Well, the FBI says not so fast. I'll share that story with you next and my thoughts ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.